Hey everyone, how you doing? This is the third episode of Cast, and uh, so far I've just been sharing a little bit about what's inspired me uh, on the first two episodes, how I got to this point of um, being potently inspired by Heavy Groove and also Divine Inspiration, The Journey Within, and how those two are very much related in my eyes, and um, and also how the threads that join them um, are so subtle uh, and also at times quite obvious, and um, that's what I've enjoyed experiencing over the years um, is when those little flashes of um, realization dawn upon you oh quite often when you least expect them and that what's that's what makes them even more special um so yeah heavy groove divine inspiration that's the tag for this podcast and um it's something that uh i know is i've seen a lot of people talk about it in their own way um one of the greatest um exponents of um people or, or a platform where people dive into this subject matter is the JRE, Joe Rogan podcast, uh, one of the most popular podcasts on the world on YouTube and on where all podcast platforms, uh, I guess, are. And because he has such a diverse range of guests from all walks of life and uh, Joe is pretty open-minded, um, I think that's that's the reason it's so popular because it's also conversations that can um, just go in any different direction from where it starts. And quite often uh, similar subject matters are are approached because Joe does bring up um, similar points and topics quite regularly with different guests. Um, But quite often uh, it'll it'll just get to a point where um, it's all new territory for him as well. And that's when you can really see yeah, the wheels um, of his of his brain turning um, in terms of ex- experiencing new subject matter, um, and also for the guests too. Um, it's nice to have. They're often really challenged when uh, they speak to him because he's he's very switched on. He remembers things pretty well, and um, he can um he's very uh, eloquent and um articulate and he can put together his um his feedback and his questions together really well and uh naturally he's got the gift of the gab and that's what a good podcaster should have um when i say should doesn't mean that they're going to have it initially they may develop that over time and i think that's part of the journey part of the process is um developing your skills and uh i don't really know why i started speaking about uh joe's podcast but that just came to mind as a and uh, a really cool um uh platform for diversity and um and and the cross and the crossover between uh popular pursuits and popular culture and divine inspiration and uh, how it's all one source of um inspiration and um yeah that's that's basically the um 
the beauty of um, this life is um, realizing that with uh, so much going on in the world right now, as everyone knows, um, health-wise, fear-wise, all that sort of thing, it's uh, really easy to get carried away with it and very easy to forget yourself because you're too caught up with either what's happening on TV, what's happening on social, um, what other people are saying around you and um, tapping into their dramas, tapping into their train of thought and, and their assumptions especially and their projections which is just a super waste of time and then forgetting your own well-being in terms of uh, what's going on with you, what are you thinking about, how's your, how's your breathing, um, how's your anxiety levels, how's your relaxation, how's your intake, food, water, all that sort of thing. Um, if you've got all those basics uh, in your awareness and, um, and you're driving those towards, um, you know, being most beneficial for you and your body and mind, then and whatever else is happening outside, if it comes to you, it comes to you. You can't do much about it. And then you'll be more prepared to deal with it if you've taken care of those things that I mentioned. If you haven't, you know, you're going to fall into those panic states real easy, real quick. And this obviously the results aren't good and the outcomes aren't good. It will take you a lot longer to get through it. So, yeah. That's all I have to say about that in terms of this current situation in the world uh, with viruses and all and all that sort of thing. Um, if you do any sort of practice or you've ever done any before, now's the time to get back into it or ramp it up a bit. Your meditation, your your chanting, your yoga, um, you know, whatever whatever it is you do that makes you feel good, that grounds you, that relaxes you, that gets your blood flowing, um, whatever it is, some sort of practice that, that's for you. You know, you, you might have good intentions and yeah, wanting to be positive, not just for yourself but for those around you and, and spread that positivity where you go. But ultimately all these practices are for you yourself. Um, you are, <coughs> as my spiritual master always says you are the driver of your body you're the only one with the license to drive that body so your body is a vehicle and you are the driver and who is this you well that's the number one question of the universe you know some call it soul some call it atma that's a sanskrit word for soul some call it uh, divinity some call it god whatever whatever you call it it really doesn't matter but if you acknowledge that there's that one source, which is also the source for all inspiration, all creativity, if you uh, have that grounding, um, then you, I think you can get through a lot of stuff in life. Um, but if you think everything's a, a random, chaotic um, series of events that have no meaning and no purpose, then why should anything in your life have any meaning and purpose? Um, you might say, well, I have my purpose, I have my meaning, I have my inspiration, this is what makes me happy. Well, does it really make you happy? 
Or is it like, yes, while you're doing those things, you're happy, you're not thinking about your stresses and tensions and how to pay the bills and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, it does make you happy. But if you really think about it, if you're not doing those things, that means you're not happy. It means it's a impermanence. It's a, it's a, it's a, there's a limitation on that happiness. But having some sort of connection within, outside of doing the things that you love to do or, or you do in your spare time or you do as your hobby or you do as a, as a living, as a job even, if you can have that some sort of grounding and some sort of inner well-being or happiness um, during those those times as well when you're just sitting around or walking around um, or traveling or whatever it might be. Sure, there's all sorts of things going on around you. There's dramas, there's this and that, there's interactions, there's altercations, there's, you know, you have to go with the moment and get involved sometimes but how fast can you drop it again once you've immersed yourself in something it's like diving into the pool you know as soon as you jump out yeah you're wet but how fast can you dry off and uh, have nothing of that uh, water left um, none of that moisture from the pool you know left um, on you and that's kind of like you know a pretty cool analogy for jumping into dramas and jumping into chaos and and then coming out of it again how fast can you dry off and um that's what all these practices are there for to help you dry off a lot faster um rather than remain you know standing in the shallow end <laughs> in your own um you know stress and anxiety for however long it might be and uh, inspiration helps us uh, get rid of a lot of that stress and anxiety a- at that time. But if you can harness that inspiration and then uh, make it the groundwork for your realization and your your own inner spirituality, then that's a beautiful thing. They're like inspiration is really part of the root system of. Um, of defining realization because you need some sort of driving force some sort of um catalyst to for your own development uh, within yourself and often inspiration is the way you know we get inspired by things that we see that others have done or said um and we go to work uh, on what we want to do and um, if we can remain um, inspired, but not uh, com- uh, not in a comparative state, you know, always comparing ourselves to others, and on, and then therefore getting into negative mindsets or self-esteem issues that are you know, X, Y, and Z have done this, but I have I've only done this, and you will never find happiness that way. Or fulfillment because you, you're always comparing and, and being in competition with someone. The only person you need to be in competition with is yourself, really. Is um, what I mean by that is in a healthy way, healthy competition. There's, competition isn't all bad. Um, it's just how you approach it. But if it's you approach it from a negative point of view, uh, which is the comparison side of things, that 
you're never good enough and that's not a healthy way to do competition but always trying to improve on yourself you know go up against yourself all the time in whatever pursuit that you want to do and don't be too hard on yourself if things don't work out they say failure is the best teacher and it really is um it teaches you what not to do that's for sure so if you have another crack at it then you're a little bit wiser so yeah um i guess this episode was a lot less about um the inspire the inspiration of heavy groove and, and music and more about the divine inspiration side of things and um there really are two sides of the one coin so some episodes I'm going to be talking more about music. Some episodes I'll be talking more about divine inspiration. Some I'll talk about both just as equally. But it doesn't really matter um, to me because they're both equally as important as as each other because you can't have one without the other. And um, you've heard, you know, artists say that, oh, the song just wrote itself um, I don't know where this 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 came from. Um, I never had previous thoughts about what this uh, about this particular um, piece or sequence in terms of how to structure it, or it just came and it just flowed out. And they don't claim the credit because they don't know. And that's that's the that's the whole beauty of it. They don't know where it came from. Yes, it came through them, but they can't claim the credit for it. I mean, if they have huge egos and are real dickheads, yeah, they, maybe they will say that. Yeah, I just I'm, I'm amazing. I can just pump this stuff out. And um, but really, they don't know where it comes from. You know, you can have skill to a point. You can develop skills, but you might not be inspired. Some of the most technical um, musicians, for example, in the world, like their stuff is not interesting. Technically, it's like A1. You can't get better, but it's not interesting. It's not inspiring. It might be to someone who's technically inclined, like sure, but you know, to the average person that, that listens or watches or hears, sees, feels, whatever, that inspiration is not necessarily there or they can't tap into it. Um, so, yeah, technical skill is a, is a, is definitely um, not to be um, dismissed. It's a very, very important thing. But sometimes the you get the most um, inspired by something that's not so technically sound in whatever field it might be. But it just has those elements of, um, you know, might be some looseness. It might be some um, some technique uh, or interesting um, add-on or subtraction of a technique. It might be the sound. Uh, it might be the tone. It might be the colors, it might be the surface, uh, there's so many elements that you can take into consideration depending on what the art form is. Um, 
yeah, there's just so much to it, and, and that's what's cool, you know. That's the beauty of all of this stuff is you cannot write a recipe for inspiration or a manual or a guidebook that just doesn't exist. You know, there's some starting points, sure, but there's no roadmap to the end result. You've got to sort of, you know, forge the path yourself, uh, unknown territory. And that's the cool thing. Because when you get to the end of something that you've done, you know within you immediately, immediately, no matter what outside, you know, praise or um, criticism that you get, it doesn't matter so much. Like, sometimes it's nice to get praise and sometimes it's not so nice to get criticism and vice versa. Sometimes people don't hate praise. They prefer criticism because they want to, They know that they still need to improve and they're looking for some guidance or they're looking for some constructive criticism. But in whatever you've done, you know within yourself, no matter what else somebody else says, of how that end result feels to you. You know, you know, yes, yeah, this is beyond my expectations and I'm satisfied with it or it's I uh, just didn't quite hit the mark and I really need to have another attempt because I feel that uh, I can something else needs to be added to this um, this mix this recipe for it to really come through and that's irrespective. Those two um, feelings at the end of a project are irrespective of what anyone else outside has said of, to you. Like you might have a thousand people going, this is absolutely awesome. But only you you have that feeling within whether, yeah, it actually is. And if you tap into, like I said earlier, with what's happening in the world, if you tap into everybody else's vibe and everybody else's uh, opinion and everybody else's criticism or praise then you've lost that connection with yourself because now you're just more focused on what other people are saying and much less about what you're feeling and what you actually think about it so I think that's a really important thing to keep in mind for any creative process um, and uh for me, it's something that I really need to be aware of all the time for myself because I'm the type of personality that can be a little bit influenced by what others say and think and um, I can get a bit emotional about it, which is, you know, that's, that's my lesson. That's what I need to, to work on um, within me. That's part of the process for me. So I think... Um, all that really ties in um, with everything that we do is how grounded we are within ourselves and aware of what's happening within us and our processes and our and our emotional side of things our energies um, and then how that filters into our creative process 
And uh, yeah, so once again, um, I may have rambled a little, but uh, everything that I speak about is, like I said, has some sort of starting point and then it just goes where it goes. There's no rehearsal, there's no script, there's nothing. I just I just push record and away I go. I have some idea of where I want to start and then it'll just go from there. And um, that's cool. I mean, some people like that. Um, some people like that um, that style of podcast, and um, I, I like it too because, um, yeah, there's no rehearsal and there's um, there's no agenda really, like. And I guess when I start speaking to guests um, down the track, it'll take its own um, course as well, which is I'm looking forward to. I don't know when that will happen or when that will start, but um, I'm looking forward to it when it does. I'll keep plugging away, and uh, and hopefully this slowly, slowly gets a bit of an audience. So far, it's only brand new, so nothing yet. But that doesn't matter. It's um, it's all good. I say this in every episode so far. It's, it's for me right now. It's, it's for me. It's um, something I, f- I need to share, and I feel I need to share. Um, onto uh, to just get it out of my system. It's like they say, you know, journaling is important. Writing things down is important. For me, speaking my thoughts uh, into this device is important and um also letting other people check it out um because they may um relate to it in some way which is which is cool um inclusiveness is is really the foundation of prosperity and um you know and including others in in your journey and um finding some relatable points and some connection is 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 a is a beautiful thing in this world, rather than uh, exclusiveness or, or you know separatism, and uh, that's that's very limited. So one thing I will add before I close this um, episode is with a lot of things happening in the world at the moment as I started this episode with um, you know economies taking a crash um, and people also in isolation um, people staying in their homes obviously the digital platform is going to become even more popular um, ironically they're already huge but this is going to boost all these major digital platforms um, social all the um, streaming, uh, the um, view on demand uh, services like you know Netflix, etc. Um, online purchases are going to go up because people are going to get stuff delivered to, to home rather than go out to the big crowded malls. You know, so yeah, the digital world is. I think is going to benefit from this. Um, global situation right now and unfortunately those with bricks and mortar businesses um, 
especially in wholesale and retail, are going to really suffer a lot um, in terms of downturn in business, uh, restaurants as well, all that sort of thing. I guess Uber Eats and all those uh, home delivery food services may still be reasonably popular um, during all this, or people more will have to learn to cook themselves, God forbid. They learn how to cook and prepare their own food. Because, you know, that's really, that's what, uh, if you're having uh, a lot of um, apprehensions and fears about what's happening right now, you're not going to really be that inclined to uh, buy a lot of ready prepared food from outside and then eat it. You have to learn how to prepare it yourself and you can be assured that it's uh, that's all that's fine. And um so yeah, a lot of skills are gonna have to be um learnt um in the first half of this year at least and see what happens in the second half. Um to anyone out there who is fearful and scared, just remember that uh you came you came to this planet by yourself and one day you will have to leave by yourself um and that should not be a fear factor that's just a realization that's just an acceptance like getting up and having a shower and doing whatever you do daily you accept that you have to do those things daily and you don't really think about it and really leaving this planet by yourself one day by however means um, at whatever time shouldn't really be a frightening thing I know it, it, it's much easier said than done and I would not claim to be 100% fear free there's no way, because that I w- I don't know until that moment happens. Yeah, you, know, you can't assume something about yourself. Um, and make assumptions even about that because if you haven't experienced that in your conscious state, yeah, uh, in this uh, lifetime that you've lived so far, then how do you know how you're gonna um, react at those at, at those times and those moments? But if you have had a close near-death experience in this life and you were surprisingly calm and not frightened, then that's a beautiful thing. I mean, I did have, um, you know, I was not an emergency landing experience in a, in a flight, a domestic flight in India where the, the place was filling up with smoke, uh, the cabin was filling up with smoke and there was all sorts of dramas um, and I wasn't scared. Um, so... Yeah, that was a cool thing. Um, I don't know if it was surprising, but I was I was happy about it. So anyway, I got to go because someone has arrived who I have to have an appointment with, and we'll see you on the next episode very shortly. See you guys. Bye.